the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k24 myself momosi alongside me as always the three-time nba champion but actually a zero-time in-season tournament champion mr bj Armstrong. <laughs> me and you bj we've got the same amount of in-season tournament championships so we on level we, we on par for this episode well, I'm on par with everyone currently now on the planet because no one's won the championship yet. <laughs> no no they, one's won that. They yet. have not, but today we're going to be talking about the in-season tournament ahead of the semifinals, the Lakers facing the Pelicans, and of course the Milwaukee Bucks facing the Indiana Pacers. BJ, uh, we both called the Knicks to win that. They got it horribly wrong. Uh, we'll talk about that. But, you know, you called Phoenix to win. I said the Lakers are going to be in Vegas. Yes. For purely yes, basketball did. reasons, the oh, Lakers are there. Um, are you going down this path again? All I'm going to say, okay. BJ, is we talk about respecting the game and the rules of the game. I've never seen a team call timeout when they don't have possession of the ball. I've never seen that. I've never seen that happen. Maybe you have, but I haven't. Okay. What did okay. you think when you were watching the closing? Well, if you guys are unaware, at the end of the Lakers versus Suns game, Austin Reeves had the ball. Suns down two, I think. Um, he's trying to grift a foul, as Austin Reeves does. And in the process of that, he loses control of the ball. But LeBron James calls a timeout. And uh, the Lakers are, gr- are granted that timeout, despite not having possession of the ball at the time, as it, it was out of Austin Reeves' hands. The ball was not in possession by either team. Uh, therefore, the Lakers should not have been able to call timeout. Uh, but what was your thoughts when you were watching that? Because I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, well, you know, I just move on. Like, players have missed shots. Sometimes their officials have a missed call. And you move on. So I didn't really think it was a big deal, to be honest with you. I really didn't. It didn't. It was very glaring to you because you called me. Mm-hmm. during the play and i was I, like whatever i, I was watching the, the game with i told yeah, you so <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i it didn't really stand out to me however i i, I respect that I, but i i don't respect what happened um great response from kevin durant <laughs> kevin durant came out and said you know it's just one possession we should have been better all night long uh devin booker after the game shared the clip on his instagram story which he deleted after hearing katie's comments devin booker another terrible elimination game six of 16 from the field um he scored the same amount of points as Grayson Allen. I uh, don't know what it is with Booker and elimination games they, that don't seem to mix well. Um, but I think last night showed you just how badly this team needs Bradley Beal back for the playoffs if they're going to be competing in a seven-game series with a team like the Lakers. Do you agree? Well, I, I think this team needs – they need to get some upfront help. In terms of the center right. power forward position. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I really don't think – a guard is going to change what the glaring problem is to me. They need upfront help right now. They need ability. They need to get bigger. I I think it's putting, I think it's putting the, I think what's going to be interesting is Kevin Durant is putting a lot of wear and tear on his body during the course of this regular season. Yeah. He put up 39 minutes last night. Okay. And he's playing, I mean, Kevin Durant is not like a big guy, right? But he's playing against, you know, bigger, bigger, let's just say players who wear that way more than he does. Mm-hmm. So I think that's putting a lot of stress 
what is he, 35 now? Somewhere around there, 34, 35. Mm -hmm. And I think they need to get bigger. I mean, they the, need to have the Lakers players. got 21 offensive rebounds last night. So I'm saying, I, I, I just think this, I, I, to me, they could talk about Bradley Bill and all those things. And, and look, Bradley Bill's a good player in his own right. However, they need a front. I mean, Nurkic is their biggest guy. Mm -hmm. And they, they're going to have to figure out how to get more athletic up front. And they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with that power forward position. Kevin Durant, can he do it? Absolutely. Is he spectacular? I mean, what did he have, 30-something last night? 31 points. 31 last night. However, I just think that's wearing him down. I think eventually that pounding, that stress of just playing that many minutes versus bigger, I mean, there's no bigger bodies than what he has at his age. I think that's just going to wear him down. So I would like to see that what they could do to get some help up front. And, mm -hmm. uh, but that's what I see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but it's tough for them, you know, because it's not like they can, they've got a bunch of space to get free agents, right? And there's not that many free agents out there. And then making a trade, you're going to give up your depth. Now, if you're going to go and trade for a big body to put in the mix there, what's their route to acquiring that bigger player? Well, I think they're limited. I mean, they gave up everything when they, you know, they made some major moves this summer. So I don't think there's anything they can do. You know, I, I want to just know because I love watching the player play as Bo Bo. Why isn't he playing? Like, well, I was told that he can do everything Wemby can do. However, he he has received, I think he received the lowest amount of minutes out of all players this season who have been onto the court. Um, why is he not playing? That's a great question, BJ. And I would yeah, love to know because well, he showed I, flashes I, in Orlando last year. I, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I, I love watching him play. I think he's a fascinating player to watch. With I think his for life. like the rebounding and shot blocking alone, you got to have him out there. You know, I would love to just see Bow Bowl and Kevin Durant. I mean, you got two seven footers. <laughs> you I know. know what you're trying to do. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey Bo, you know, yeah, three out of five seven footers on the court would, would work for yeah, me. So you know, good stuff. Nurkic, Bow Bowl came up with get... eleven boards as well. That was huge from him, even though he mm -hmm. wasn't scoring the ball too well. Yeah. But I, I, I think he could maybe, I don't know, but I have no idea. But, you know, clearly they know more than I do. But I, I, I would love to see him have an opportunity at least to get a shot but up. He, there. he, he also something. has the same problem as Kevin Durant. He's tall, but he's not a big body. Yes, but he doesn't have to, sh he doesn't have to carry the responsibility like a Kevin Durant does. I mean, yeah, okay, on one hand, you know, you give up size. But on the other hand, I mean, his length is a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, he's the guy's what seven, what five, seven six, or somewhere around there. Yep. I mean, I mean, so you give up one thing, but you get another, and and well, he doesn't have to. He could he he can do some of the dirty work that you got Kevin Durant doing because Kevin Durant is shouldering the responsibility on the offensive end for sure, mm -hmm. and then he has to, to he him and Nurkic. That's not the most athletic front court in the NBA. Kevin Durant is maybe the only one who can block a shot there, you know? Nurkic, I think, is a really, you know, I think he's a solid defensive so Kevin player. Kevin Durant, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, just thanks for his height, you know, he has a great job blocking ball, but... Uh, yeah. Um, I just think that's a tough... I think that's a tough front. Bobo at least would give you rim protection. How about that? 
Yeah. No, and, and it's really give up worry. Dinner. Like when you play a series, if you're playing the Nuggets, for example, okay, cool. You've got Nurkic who could try and hold his own. Once he gets into foul trouble against a player like Nikola Jokic, for example, then what are you going to do? Right. Same with Anthony Davis. Then what are you going to do? Like Kevin Durant picked up five fouls. A couple didn't go his way. He could have been fouled out of that game down the stretch. Right. That's a big right. worry. Uh, you talk yeah. about Kevin Durant and his body breaking down over the season um, for the Lakers. LeBron James led them with 40 minutes last night in a spectacular performance as he continues to defy time. Um, do you think this is sustainable for LeBron, you know, carrying this much of the load for the Lakers? Once uh, again, yeah, being yeah, best no, player? You know, Mo, I, I've, you know, I, I think I said it a couple of years ago. Look, just give me what you got. Just give me what you got. And whatever you give me, you give it, what is he, what is he, 38 now? 39, 38, 39, December, I think. Yeah. So, you know what? Whatever you got, you give it to me. You feel good. Great. You don't. I understand. And you move on to the next game. I I just, you know, Mo, everyone keeps with this narrative. However, Mo, just win. Just go out and play and perform. And at the end of the season, then we can tally up who did what. But yeah, but, but what I'm saying credit, is to get to the end of the season and he's playing like big minutes throughout the regular season, do you think that's going to be well, sustainable? Well, Mo, I, I don't think at this age, 40 minutes a night is probably not the best alternative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Mo, I don't No, at his age, yeah, no. He's averaging However, 34 minutes per game. Yeah. And, so and to 25 points, eight assists, and eight rebounds, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. You know, now just figure out how to contribute to the bottom line, which is winning. And that's that's it. And then at the end, we'll figure it out. We'll tally we'll tally all that up. Um, you know, the, the game is played faster, there are more possessions, da 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 da. However, just give me what you got and and I'll go with it with him. Well, one player who was spectacular for the Lakers hit a huge shot down the stretch is Austin Reeves who's really looked good uh, coming off the bench in this kind of new role that Darwin Ham's put him in. What do you make of his role as the sixth man of this team now? Well, that's where he, just a year ago, that's where he really, that's, that's where he really kind of earned his reputation. Now, the next logical step, if you're playing well off the bench, is either you accept that role but people will say, well, he's really a starter or he becomes a starter. You know, Mo, in my career, I had an opportunity to do both. And going back on it, I probably would have just said, hey, I would rather come off the bench because it's much easier to come off the bench. Yeah, you're playing against the other team's second unit. Yeah, you're playing against And you don't have the responsibility of a starter. Yeah. Well, what, what it, the responsibility of the starters far outweigh coming off the bench, right? You come off the bench, you're just like, hey, I just try to do me in, in the minutes that I that I got to work. Yeah, but then you are closing the game with the starting group, though. So even though he doesn't start the game, he closes the game, which is okay. oftentimes more important than starting the game. Okay, that's that's one way to look at it. I'm just going to say as a starter. If I don't play well and carry out the assignments, I don't get a chance to close the close out a game. Mm-hmm. So the responsibility of playing as a starter, okay, is it is what it is. When you're closing the game, you're in there because of 
you're going to compliment the best player. So the reason he's closing the game is because of the following. He compliments LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The, no one else is going to get a play other than those two. They're going to be involved in every play. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're going to be involved in every play. LeBron's either going to be setting the screen. Why? Because they want to create the switch. Or LeBron's going to get the ball, and now you got to have shooters or whatever. That's the play. <laughs> I don't even. I haven't even scouted that team, but I can tell you what the play is going to be. And if it's not LeBron, it's going to be Anthony Davis. Yeah, so, and he hit that huge shot because the defense was so worried about LeBron. <laughs> you know, it came yeah, okay. Space. So okay, so I respect that. Now, however, the thing that you have to do as a starter that you don't have to do is a as a as a you know uh, as a bench player is you had to you you got to carry out the game plan whatever the game plan is right we're going to play this way that way blah 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 and that's much more difficult to do any starter will tell you that mm-hmm. now the consolation prize is the coach coaches will always say well it doesn't matter who starts the game matter who finishes the game okay that's a nice thing to say to somebody however they'll put in whoever they have to put in that's going to complement the best player because the best player is going to get to play at the end of the game. That's just mm-hmm. a fact. I, I, I can assure you this. No coach is going to go away from his best player at the end of the game. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. So now it's just about complimenting that player to give him the space that's necessary to work or operate. And Austin Reeves does that at the end of the game. But I think Austin Reeves is probably more comfortable in this position because he doesn't have to run a team. He doesn't have to distribute shots. He doesn't have to worry about this AD have it going or AD doesn't have it going. He doesn't have to worry about guarding the other team's leading guard because suddenly, you know, you got to contain this guard where it's different when you're coming off the bench. You don't have to work, you don't have to play defense like that, right? I mean, what how many backup guards are actually going to be able to carry a game? Not many. Different, not many, you know, every now and then you'll, you'll see that guy. There aren't many like Lou Williams type guys currently now in the NBA where the coach is going to allow him to carry a game or, or, or Jamal Crawford. So it's just a different mindset. And his role as a, as a, as a backup seems to fit his personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's a good role for him and I respect that, you know, but if I could do it over again, I probably would have spent my whole career coming off because <laughs> it, it eliminates all the other stuff. Now, did I enjoy starting? Yes. Do you, especially with that Chicago Bulls intro? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a problem. But <laughs> especially knowing with what that I, theme music. Yeah, yeah. Knowing what I know now, it's easier in your body, less responsibility, and your contribution to the game is immediate. Right. Mm. Let someone else worry about having. Uh, okay, Scotty only got two points at the end of the first quarter. Now I got to make sure he gets six points in the second so he can at least have eight or ten by halftime because, you know, his average is tw- – like, this is what I had to manage. Oh, man, Michael only had four points in the second quarter. I got to really get him going in the third. He got a foul tra- – like, you got to manage all of this stuff. Okay, oh, man, I it's like a car dealer, you know. You, well, I got to miss myself. Okay, man, I got eight points because they were double teaming. Now I got to cut through so that he can have the space so he can – you know what I mean? Like, well, like these are all the things you had to do as a starting guard. Like, I I didn't mind it. It's just after a while, more you're because you're constantly managing other people. Oh man, I got to make sure I keep a Kim Olajuwon 
honest now on the screen roll. So I got to come off and throw it back to Bill. So he'll have to help because I know that I don't want him to just hang out. I mean, Mo, these are all the things you got to do as a starting guard. And that, you know, is like you don't get credit for doing it. However, this is what you got to do. And Austin Reeves, like, hey, man, like Austin Reeves got a little stuff to his game. He's got an in and out. He's got a step back. He's got this. You could do that coming off. Yeah. But you can't look off Anthony Davis as a starter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, the beauty of him being able to come off the bench now is the Lakers get more defensive with their starting group. So, like, Cam Reddish got the starting run last night. Um, and, and looking at their roster, they had Vanderbilt coming off the bench. Um, they start with Torian Prince. But looking ahead to their semifinal with the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, we talked about Brandon Ingram and Zion. They're very hard to guard. But with two guys there, Vanderbilt, who's an elite defender, Torian Prince, who can hold his own um, as a 3 and D guy in the NBA, and then Cam Reddish, who obviously will be very undersized in those matchups, but can still hold his own. Um, how do you like that matchup? Are you going with the Lakers or are you going with the Pelicans? I like the Pelicans because uh, I I just think those guys are a, a matchup nightmare. Just a nightmare. I don't care who they put on them. Torian Prince, Cam Reddish, whoever, you know, Vanderbilt, Zion, and, 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 and B.I., Brandon Ingram, advantage. Now, and you also have a big body in V. V is a big body. Well, LeBron's going to have to guard one of them. I, I, again, I, it doesn't matter who has to guard him. I just see advantage Pelicans. <laughs> it okay. doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. I, it just advantage Pelicans. I, I, now, if you're telling me you like the Cam Reddish and B.I. matchup, or you like LeBron no, and B.I., or I you don't. like LeBron <laughs> and Zion, whoever you want to put, advantage Pelicans. I, I don't care. Take your choice. Have so it your way. You're going with the Pelicans to win this one. I'm going with the Pelicans. I, I just think that I, I'll say it again. If the Pelicans are healthy, and I mean this, I, this is not like just a game, you know. If the Pelicans are healthy, that is a problem for someone because you got to double team them, maybe one position or two. And very rarely do you say that you have to double team two guys on one team. You got to. Well, could you not say the same thing about LeBron and AD? No, I don't think you have to double team them. I don't think you have to double team both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think you. I don't think you can have the double team. You know, like if Giannis is playing in that game, all right? Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to double team him. If 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 Joel Embiid is playing or Jokic is, no, there's no double team. Just everybody stay home. You know what I mean? I I mean on a player. Now, if a player gets going or gets hot, okay, maybe you might think about it. But my initial is yeah, AD. AD and Jokic. All right, let's stay at home. <laughs> let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, so you feel pretty comfortable uh, with that Jonas Valanciunas and AD matchup? Yes. Okay. Do, do I think AD has a? Do I think AD has an advantage? Speed? Yes, I do. I do. However, but not enough to double. No, I'm not doubling because I'm going to keep AD honest on the other end. Yep. And then LeBron is tough to double because he'll just pick out the pass to whoever's open. So. I'm going to go with the Lakers for this. Okay. I've seen the script. LeBron wins the in-season tournament, and then after he retires, it becomes the LeBron James trophy. That's what's going to happen. Um, okay, if that's if that's what you guys want to call it. But, <laughs> but if, I, if, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm the Pelicans, why am I double-teaming? Like, the Pelicans should not have to double-team. Like, 
Zion should be able to, I'm not saying he can guard or stop anybody, anybody out there on the floor, but there shouldn't be like a double team. Same with B.I. Like there's no, there's no, there's not a significant advantage. Like what LeBron's going to power through Zion. I don't think that's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't think LeBron is going to want to score 50 points and not include the rest of his team. Mm-hmm. So, all right, he gets his 25, 8, and 8. I, I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with that. I mean, if he gets 25, 8, and 8, that, that, what, he's about averaging that anyway, right? Yep. So, all right, so he, he, he did his thing. However, I should be able to absorb that with this team. Mm-hmm. With Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Jones, Zion, yep. Brandon Ingram, I mean, Valentine. I mean, I should be able to absorb that. Yeah. And play. So, um, you think the Pelicans are going to the final of the in season tournament? Yes. I, I, okay. I am. I am. If they're healthy, I like this Pelicans team. If they're healthy, I just think they are a tough, tough matchup for anyone playing in a one, just like when I saw them against the uh, Sacramento Kings. Yep. Harrison Barnes and uh, Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray. That's a tough matchup for them. Mm-hmm. That's a, <laughs> Those are good players. But yep. Zion and Ingram, that's just a tough. And Zion didn't even play well. That's what's. They won on the road and Zion didn't even play well. Yep. Just got to hope he don't get distracted in Vegas. Oh, stop. But, See, there you go. There you go. I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah, he said it you, about me. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Listen up. Zion's going to be on point wearing the Zion suits from Jordan Brand. Get yours on the Nike app. Anyway, um, over in the Eastern Conference, we've got the Pacers and the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, um, wow. The Pacers who obviously knocked out the world-famous Boston Celtics with a fantastic display. Credit to the Pacers for the win, but I just think it once again highlights the Celtics' failure to execute in late-game scenarios. Um, but they played fantastically. They got a deep team. How come people say that, like about the Celtics? Maybe I don't watch them enough. What do you okay, mean so, failure to execute? So the, the Celtics, here's how they win games in the regular season. This is why they won games in the regular season last year, got off to a hot start. They play five out, and they just shoot threes. And when they drive the ball to the hoop, they're not looking to score. They're looking to kick, right? So if the three ball's not falling, or you go through a stretch in the game where the three ball's not falling, you don't build up a lead. And then when it comes to the end of games, where the game slows down a little bit... You can't just do that. And then it comes to, all right, cool. We're going to walk the ball up the floor. And then with about 14 seconds left, we're going to pass the ball to Jason Tatum, who's going to be at the nail or he's going to be on the post. And in about 12 seconds, he's going to look at the shot clock and then he's going to start making his move. And then he's going to shoot an absurdly tough shot. And you just have to live with the results. And sometimes they're falling and sometimes they're not. Um, You don't see a lot of what you would see from... You know, the Lakers, you know, late game, they're going to go to the anti Davis, LeBron James pick and roll. You know, the Bucks, what they should be doing late in the game is the Giannis and Dane pick and roll, or even the Giannis and Brooke Lopez as a screener pick and roll. You don't see a lot of that from the Celtics. It's kind of more my turn, your turn, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Sometimes Drew Holiday will try get to the hoop against a smaller defender. Um, and that's why late in games, they kind of fall apart. So 
there's that. But credit to the Pacers, they won. I don't want to talk about the Celtics here. Um, they're facing the Milwaukee Bucks. What did you see in that game between the Knicks and the Bucks that led to such a big victory for the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, okay, I, I just want to touch briefly on your Celtics. Like on my television, at least, Porzingis didn't play. Nope. <laughs> so no, I don't know if they should win automatically because they got okay. okay but, but then the front of their the jerseys. Then here's the thing, right? Here's, here's the thing. Porzingis, okay, cool. He didn't play. He always is injured. Do we know he's okay. going to play in the playoffs? Uh, again, so you've got to I, find I, a I way was... to win without pausing yourself. And by the okay. way, the guy stepping into the lineup for pausing is, is a pretty good player. Even though he's old, he's still a pretty good player. And that's Uncle Al Horford. So there's not an excuse there. Oh, we lost because pausing didn't play. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I'm going to start at the beginning of the conversation. So excuse me. When I look at this Boston Celtics team, they are top heavy. Yes. Okay. So anytime you lose a starter or Al Horford or whomever, it, I'm saying that this team lacks depth. Yes. Yeah, that's agreed. I saw Luke Cornett okay. playing significant minutes. Okay. okay. So <laughs> with whether Porzingis plays or not, if there's a glaring weakness that this organization has currently, now it's not saying that they won't address it later or in a trade or whatever the case may be, they're going to have to get depth to advance as I see it with this team. So you take a starter out of your light up and you're already with no depth. That puts a, to me, it puts even more pressure mm -hmm. for that <laughs> starting lineup to perform. And now you're trying to search and find and get some type of contribution off your bench. So if they're going to win games like this, I think Porzingis, if he plays, I think he increases their chances Absolutely. to win the game. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying he's the savior. I'm not saying any, but what I'm saying is they need all of their bodies to be healthy. So to me, I wasn't surprised that they, Lost. I didn't know Porzingis wasn't playing. That's why I picked him to win. I thought if Porzingis plays, that's enough. You got Al coming off. You can match up, da-da-da. You can do your things. However, Yeah, it was a question that, mark whether he'd be back for that. And then they were like, we're going to save him for the semifinal if we get to Vegas. And they didn't get okay, to Vegas. Okay, so and that's, here that's hey, here, hey, here we are. Okay, now, that's all I want to say about that. And, and, and because I think that is a weakness that they have to address with this team. And we know Porzingis' history. Mm -hmm. so this is to be expected so they're managing clearly how to get through the season with his health and and all the things now what do i think about this bucks and and uh pacers well the, the thing i want to say about the pacers is you gotta like their depth i mean they are they brought 10 deep over there as far as their rotation and what they're able to do and the contributions they're get, getting. This kid Halliburton now is playing at an elite level. Um, he's arguably playing like a top 10 player in the early part of the season. He's really playing terrific basketball. I don't think anybody will deny that. If I look at this Milwaukee team, they are top heavy right now and they don't play a lot of defense <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, they just had an yeah. absolute three-point avalanche in that game in against the, the Knicks. They hit 23 threes. I mean, they shot, they shot like they were lights out. Now, when you shoot lights out, I mean, hey, you of course. But I'm not expecting them to do that for every game for the remainder of the season. But they showed you what they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this about, I'm going to say this. If you're saying one game, it's hard to bet against Giannis. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because he's just so, he he's so dominant of a player. But I'm going to take the, I'm going to take Indiana and here's why. Because I think they can play at a faster pace. And I think the Indiana Pacers can match up with this team. Do I think they can stop Giannis? No. But I think they can match up. I think they have enough bodies to match up with them. And I don't see anyone that they have that can match up with this kid, Halliburton, right now. Unless he just has an off game, which is possible. But I don't see anyone taking him out of his game a la Drew Holiday. Mm -hmm. They also have 10 players on their books who make less than $3 million a year. So this 500K prize money is going to mean a whole lot more to them than some of the high-paid players on other rosters. That's why you saw... But like... It sounds stupid, but you look at the atmosphere in that game in Indiana and how their bench was celebrating every bucket, pretty much. They were off their feet for the entire game. Then you look at the atmosphere in Milwaukee, and apparently they were still selling tickets before the game even began. It wasn't hype like that. It wasn't going crazy. They're just three years away from winning a championship um, in, in 2021. So, like, it sounds stupid, but that 500 k prize money will go a lot further with those players. Rather than well, 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 I, I would say this, you, you know, believe it or not, Mo, these, these games mean a lot to these players. Believe it or not, like I, you know, I, 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 I've been in teams where you play and look, we talk about the money and the money is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's a sixth of their yearly salary they can make by winning two games. I, I hear you, but they're, they're... so so like do the equivalent of that, and it's like ten million prize money for Giannis. Now, if you told Giannis he's going to get ten million for winning this game, you don't think that he would come out and just score fifty <laughs> points and make sure? Well, they win. I I I would love to think that that's possible. I would love to think that that's possible, but maybe I missed that part of my life. Well, we, I, we I, saw that I in the NBA Finals when he's when he had the championship right there. He just came out, he scored fifty, he won, went to Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It may appear to be that, and that's that may be a storyline. <laughs> However, I've also seen players where they want to score fifty, and it just didn't go in for him that night too. Yep, yep, yep. That's fair enough. Okay, okay, it, it, it works both ways here. Like it's always great when you talk to trash and then you back it up, and then all of a sudden. But I've also seen that player where it didn't go well for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And whether you're a great shooter or not, some nights you don't have it. Doesn't mean that the other team was better or this guy stopped you. It just, it wasn't going in that night. So I will say this. I think once you step on that floor, you know, there's there, there your reputation is on the line. And there's a lot of self-pride that goes out there in a plan and, and planning these games. And if you're going to play, why not win? Yeah. If you're going to play, why not win? Because I, I, once you start playing for money and all those things, it never works. Never works. If you're just saying, well, 
I'm going to play to get mine so I can get paid. It never works. If you're going to just play, you do your thing. It never, it just never works. There has to be, <laughs> those guys are cheering on the bench because they actually, they, they really probably like each other. <laughs> that, because yeah. you know what, Mo? <laughs> I've been on teams where guys are making way more than $500,000. And if you don't like that guy, you don't get up at you. You don't fake that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mo, yeah, like, no, I hear it. So the thing that was impressive about that team is for some, sometime and some reason, Mo, you'll just get on a team and you all like each other for whatever the reason may be. You know, you talk about chemistry and you start playing for one another. And I mean, guys are cheering for Halliburton and guys are cheering for the OB Toppin and Matherin and all those guys. Aaron Neesmith, sometimes, huge yes, game. Yeah, sometimes it works. And then there's other times, Mo, I've been on teams, Mo, where, you know, you win, but you just don't like the guy. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and it is what it is. That's called professionalism, too. Mm-hmm. And I respect, I respect both ways, right? I've played on teams where you play with a guy. You don't have to be his best friend, but, but it's you're a professional. And I've seen guys where... You know, hey, man, I like this guy. I'm rooting for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, one of my, what, uh, one of the great teammates, you know, it, 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 that people always seem to like was Brian Scalabrini. And I'm just using him as an example. Mm-hmm. It's because when Brian got in this league, he was in the New Jersey Nets at yep. the time. They were the New Jersey Nets. And whenever he got in the game, the starters would go crazy. Yep. <laughs> And then when he got to Boston, whenever he got in the game, fans would go crazy. The fans and his teammates would go crazy. And Mo, that always is an indication of like he's a pro. Yeah. Like, because whether you're a starter or a bench player, you respect the guy who shows up to work knowing that he's not going to get in the game and he stays engaged. And he's a selfless act of cheering on those other guys. And that to me, Mo. It's always an indication to me of like the integrity of the person because that's a tough position to be in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Brian Scalabrini is a really good player, Mm -hmm. but he understood his position and his role. But I always found it fascinating. And even when he went to the Bulls later in his career, Mm -hmm. they always liked him. (laughs) Like, and that to me always says a lot about your team. And sometimes, Mo, if you want to see something really funny, when you clear the bench, no one even stands up when those guys score at the end of the game. Yeah. But when, you know what I mean? But when Dude, scouts that, that, in the game, they go crazy. crazy. Same, same thing happened with Taco Fool. They used to go yeah, yes, crazy. crazy. And that Fool. says, yes. And, Mo, that always says something about your team. You know what I mean? It always says something. And you talk about culture. The Miami Heat now. You know, the Miami Heat, when they empty their bench, watch the other guys, how they cheer for those guys. Mm -hmm. It's always, it's like little things like that that we never talk about because we're always talking about the star player. The guy had, you know, he's a whatever, what they call it, three-level scorer. I don't even know what that is. He's a (laughs) three-level scorer. He's a a three and D guy. (laughs) He's a a 50, 40, 90 guy. Like, we talk about all this, but, well, you never talk about, like, the team. Mm -hmm. Because... But these are the things that I'm always looking for. And I go, oh, okay. They really like each other. I wouldn't want to play the the 
the Pacers right now because Mo, they actually like each other. So you got the Pacers winning this matchup. I, I, I'm going to go with the Pacers just because they're having fun. Like, Mo, I respect they're playing. They're I, playing. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Pacers win. I just yeah. think Giannis is Giannis. I can't bet against Giannis, right? I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not bet. Look, if there was a series, yeah. Giannis. Yeah. Okay. But it's a one off game. It's a one off game. Mutual venue. Mo, Mo, anything can happen in a one. That's what makes the NCAA tournament. To me, that's what makes Europe special. Like you can play in a, in a one-off game, and anything can happen. You see it happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Like in the NCAA so, tournament, right? So anything can happen. This is the NBA's version of March Madness. Um, yes. So then you've got a Pacers Pelicans final. Yes, and who's well your the Pelicans. pick? You're going with Pelicans. the Pels to win this whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I I just I don't I I don't I haven't in my own mind solved. That it's it's like a conundrum to me. I don't it, even know it, what I would do. Health is the only thing. Anything. Like yeah, we saw them as like know. the one seed last year to all the injuries. So yeah, I don't like. On the what, other hand, what do I do? I've got the Lakers and the Bucks, and I've got the Lakers winning because I told you my theory and yeah. no real reasons behind it. But you guys will see. I, I get. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I've I seen. The I just want to see good basketball. Yeah, I, I think I I get it. I respect your decision. I respect it. However. <laughs> I, I just think these young guys, man, in a in a one game situation, like I want the Pacers to win because I want a team that's not a quote unquote contender to win this in season tournament because I think this being a competition for the underdogs would just make it so special. So I'm rooting for the Pacers and I'm rooting for the Pelicans, but we'll have to see what happens. Let us know yeah. in the Discord what you guys think. Also, send in your questions through the tab called "Let Us Hear From You." We'll be answering them on tomorrow's show so make sure you tap in with us and we'll answer your questions here on the hooper genius podcast and while you're here subscribe youtube spotify apple because uh, bj and i'll be back for more and then we're getting ready for the in-season tournament final this weekend um i'm looking forward to it i am looking forward to it Absolutely. it's going to be interesting to see what the crowd in vegas is like it's almost like a teaser for when they have the expansion team there uh, so it's gonna be fun uh, you know what well i think you know what i think is going to happen I think the I think because it's on the West Coast here, Vegas. It's all Lakers fans. The whole building should be, be Lakers. It's going to be Lakers fans. I think it's, it's a home game Lakers. for the Lakers. It's a, yes, and I think the crowd, if there is a home crowd advantage, I think the Lakers will have that. Well, the the home crowd advantage will be for whoever people are bet on because it's Las Vegas. So I don't even think they'll be cheering for the game. They're going to be cheering the moment Giannis gets his 12th rebound or Tyrese Halliburton gets his eighth assist because that's what they've bet on. Or when the 54th bucket of the game is a free throw and someone in the crowd has bet $5,000 that it's going to be a made free throw for the 54th bucket of the game. And then his his parlay hits and then they go wild. That's what I think they'll be rooting for. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But the Lakers do have home court advantage for this tournament. And that's why I picked them. Yeah, I, I I think they will. You know, I think there will be advantage to, you know, the, the surroundings. Vegas is a could be a fun place. <laughs> so well, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> so I've heard. So you know, I think there. You know, well, the the first five minutes of the game will be telling. You yep. can always tell in the first five minutes, and we'll see what happens. But 
I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the young. I, I, I'm gonna say the youth will be served in this tournament. Okay. So I'm well, going with, the, I'm going with the young guys. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Let us know social media and Discord. The Discord is linked in the description. And we'll be back tomorrow with more answering your questions. It's a Friday. We love it. It's our favorite time of the week. But most importantly, until then, get buckets. <laughs>